1: this is Marvelous Marco Mania, and I need your help to body slam breast cancer. For the entire month of October, you can head over to www.ProWrestlingTees.com and search for Marco Mania and purchase my exclusive Ursula Mania Pro Wrestling T-shirt. All proceeds that come to me from the sale of this shirt will be donated directly to the Women's Cancer Resource Center in Berkeley, California. Together, we can continue to help one another defeat breast cancer for good. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
2: Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And let me tell you something, folks. I am so excited this week. We got uh, two pay-per-views that we just had this past week. Of course, Bound for Glory from Impact Wrestling and WWE's Hell in a Cell. So we'll be reviewing that later in the episode. But before I get to any of that, I want to talk to everybody today about consistency because I think that's a, that's a word and, and a concept that's taken for granted. You know, What does it mean to be consistent? You, you have to continue to plug away whether things are working out or even when things are not working out. And even if you make adjustments to whatever it is that you're doing, the main idea is that you set a goal and then you put in the work to see it through. I always tell people, just keep planting your gardens. Collaborate with whoever you can collaborate with. Do what you can to market your brand and what it is that you're you're doing. Let the masses know who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. And just keep going, you know, because eventually you're going to have time to turn around and review your work from the past. And during those moments, you'll see that, Jesus Christ, I got a whole, I don't just have a garden. I got enough for a whole farm here. You know what I mean? You just put out so much positivity and you've put out so much information about yourself and what you bring to the table that you cannot be denied. So I'm bringing it back two friends of the show, two people who have really, you know, their careers have grown so much since the first time they've appeared on the show. And it's really great to see because they are prime examples of what I mean when I say consistency is the key. Okay. So without further ado, and listen, they got a special announcement for us here, folks. So stay tuned for this. Without further ado, welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. We're talking about my man Sticks and also the young Professor Matt Grafer. Welcome back, fellas. What's going Glad on, to be here, dude? Now see Look at look at this. You guys, you guys are stepping all over each other because you are trying to be them. gentlemen about it here. Now, I now, can't but, feel <laughs> <laughs> now you're the I tag think, team I champions of the world, we both also tried to give the space. Yeah, that's what it is because you're both gentlemen. But let's let's not be modest here. We'll start with you there, Professor. You, you guys are the tag team champions of the world when it comes to indie <laughs> wrestling commentary. So you know how does it feel? You, you've been going at it for a number of years as a, as a tag team here. How does it feel to still be collaborating
1: with somebody like Styx? It's great uh, because, you know, we've, we've been on the show separately with you here, but we showed up together on your anniversary show. But I don't think people really know kind of our history as a team. We both kind of got our start at least in wrestling together at Go Wrestle. just from both being there. But Sticks and I actually first crossed paths 10 years ago. Uh, I had just moved to Daytona. Sticks was on the radio with – uh, the Hog, he was on the mornings. I happened to call in one morning when they were doing some contests and I won tickets and it was the show that Sticks was on and I won tickets actually to TNA's Bound for Glory, which is the pay-per-view we just had this past week, but it was 10 years ago. It was in the Ocean Center. It had, you know, they were trying to get some of those Bash at the Beach vibes. Uh, and, uh, you know, Sticks and I spoke, and, and we didn't realize it, but it wasn't until we met in wrestling and he introduced himself, and he said, Sticks, and I used to be on the radio, and I was like, holy cow, I used to listen to you, and we won tickets, and I won tickets, and he's like, I probably gave them to you, and it's just kind of a weird, small world, but we, you know, we got our start working there, and worked a lot there, and have had some opportunities to do work other places, and, you know, this year, obviously, being tough for everyone, our commentary, by and large, kind of wasted away to nothing right even the few shows we got we were you know it was in other capacities and um not a whole lot but but then all of a sudden you know you, you get a chance to have an opportunity and and he and I are very big on what do we need to do let's go and we're very much on the same page and that's what has made us a good team and that's why we market ourselves as a team in commentary specifically which I think is unique across indie wrestling I know a lot of guys out there that do it individually but I don't know anybody that's actually going out and putting themselves out as a team, whereas Styx and I are kind of those guys, and I think it's finally starting to get some notice.
0: I think, especially for me, I, you know, I, I come into every situation, you know, getting, getting, getting a sideways look, or, or, you know, people aren't very sure about me, especially in wrestling. You know, wrestling is such an ego-driven deal, but when I started in wrestling... I literally started ringing the bell. I was a timekeeper. And then, you know, hey, do you want to do commentary? And then, you know, Matt, of course, epic ring announcer. You know, we're going to put you guys together. And immediately it just clicked. It was just this easy, we got each other. Our timing was there. You know, um, we, we like a lot of the same music, a lot of the same movies. We're, we're the same age. So it's easy for us to understand each other. And then we spend so much time outside of wrestling, you know, just just living life and and being boys that it's 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 so easy to work with him. And then when this new opportunity came up, you know, it was like, hey, I got I got this message. Hey, we're going to do this. And I was absolutely let's go. And uh, here we are.
2: Well, let's talk about this new opportunity. I mean, I know that this is literally an an exclusive here. We're going to break some news here, folks. There's been some rumblings. There's been some uh, talk on the rumor mill, but we're going to set the record straight once and for all. Sticks, let's start with you on this one here. What is the big announcement for Sticks and the Young Professor, the tag team commentary champions of the indie world? What's the big Uh, announcement from you guys here?
0: Well, As of this Saturday night at 6 p.m., available all over the country, but especially on Amazon Action Sports, uh, FEW Survive Halloween night, we make our television debut as a commentary team, as a featured part of the show. So this this is a big deal.
2: Professor, you got to tell me about this, brother. What is going on? The young professor and Sticks are going to be commentating for FEW on television. Talk to me about this.
1: On the spookiest night of the year, two men sit at a booth and call professional wrestling matches on television for the first time ever. That's right. It is Fighting Evolution Wrestling based out of Miami, Florida, But our reach is going to extend much further beyond that. Obviously, uh, Sticks mentioned some of the channels, but we actually are going to be on TV in two markets specifically. We're going to be on Comcast TV 33 in Detroit, Michigan, the Detroit Rock City, and KMRZ in Los Angeles. So we are going nationwide, Roku, Amazon, YouTube TV. Uh, It's Fighting Evolution Wrestling TV on YouTube. So, I mean, everyone's going to be able to get a chance to see this. and We're getting to work with some really amazing talents. We're getting to see some new faces that no one has ever seen before. Some young up-and-comers. And and we're also getting to work with former WWE champions. Uh, Actually, on this first show that we have coming up, the Colognes will be there. Primo and Epico, former WWE Tag Team Champions. Primo and Epico will be going up against the FEW Tag Team Champions. JB Cool, Soul Man, Alex G, they are the Players Club. And we're excited, man. It's such a big chance for us to really kind of get out there and we're hosting the show we are bridging the gap between all the segments uh and so our faces for better or for worse will be all over this show in addition to our voices so it's man it is just so cool to actually be able to say it and talk about it and now we're going to get a chance to see it on halloween night which is my favorite holiday even before this nerd now now come on professor like you you said f-e-w
2: And we got to talk about this because the first time you were on Duke Loves Wrestling, you were promoting an FEW card back then. So talk to me about how this comes full circle because that was a few years back.
1: We are coming up on just about two years since my first appearance. And it was my first appearance with FEW and it was not for their main portion of their promotion. Uh, JB Cool with FEW is very close. Actually, one of the members of the Players Club is the Pope, Elijah Burke. He is Jacksonville, Florida's favorite son, and he actually has a charity, and we was running his first charity event. It was a pro wrestling show. I managed to get in touch with him and was given an opportunity. It was my first opportunity outside of Go Wrestle to work anywhere in any other capacity after a year of doing it. And uh, I came on with you because you were fortunate enough to say, here's this guy who's kind of nobody, but he sounds good enough. Let's bring him on. <laughs> and uh, I got a chance to work with FEW. And now Styx and I are hosting. We're, we're, we're kind of at the anchor position for FEW. And it really came out of a volunteer opportunity that I just knew was something I wanted to be a part of. And uh, you just never know. You mentioned gardens and planting them and, and seeing those seeds grow. Man, things you do two years ago, you don't know how they're going to impact you. And then you turn around, and there's that plant. And it's bigger and more impressive than you ever imagined it would be.
0: See, and, I have and that's really what the story is. Yeah, I absolutely have to concur. Uh, I mean, the only reason J.B. Cool knows my name is because the second Duval Brawl that they did, um I was you know met you know professor was going to ring announce again and I said hey let me ride with you you know maybe they need somebody to do something and yeah sure enough they needed somebody to run music and as everybody knows that's kind of you know what I do for a living so I did that and uh did well enough to be asked back again and then you know I get a message from JB hey we're going full speed and and you and professor are Gonna be the anchor, so get ready and be fresh, and let's go.
2: That that is so cool. And again, you both have been on the show, so our, our audience is very familiar with your work. And and it just it's incredible that again you guys have found a way to continue to collaborate with one another. You've you've brought each other along on each of your journeys. You've continued to collaborate as a team and now you're you're continuing to grow as a team. And this is just such a big opportunity. You're on television, you're on Amazon, you're on Roku. The whole nine yards here, it really doesn't get any better than this. So, Sticks, let everybody know, what can they expect to see from a general standpoint of this new television show offered by FEW?
0: Oh, you mean besides my beautiful face? Um, (laughs) uh, I think you're going to see a very exciting Uh, presentation. It's going to be a very sports-based, sports-like show uh, as far as the way it's produced and the way that everything is structured. Uh, I really like some of the young talent that nobody's ever heard of. These guys are exciting. They're ready to make a mark. Uh, It's going to be cool. You have the element of of a small audience while simultaneously it's a TV show. So you get all that aspects, all those aspects kind of rolled into to a nice burrito of entertainment, if you will. And then, you know, you get us being ourselves. And as weeks go by, you'll see us be more ourselves and get more comfortable and be more confident. And, and it'll just be, it's, it's going to be fun. I guarantee you, it's going to be fun. It's worth an hour of your time each and every Saturday, you know, take some time and be entertained.
2: Professor, let me ask you this question here. When you think back to when you first started in pro wrestling, did you see yourself in this position so soon?
1: That's a tough question for me to answer because I am one of those guys that I try not to look too far ahead ever uh, because I, I, think it's, I think it's unrealistic to try and predict things that, that are that far out. Um, I just knew early on that, that I, I knew I had the talent within me to do something and I just needed to find ways to use it. And I'm one of those people that just anytime there's even a tiniest bit of opportunity, I'm going to take it. You know, if I see an opportunity, I seize an opportunity. And that's how I think I've been able to move things along so quickly, because I'm only coming up on three years of being in this business. And to have as much experience as I have is kind of I mean, it, it's incredible even to me, but I, I'm just doing what I normally do. And I don't know why others don't do it, because I feel like in some ways it's harder. You know, when you're talking about announcers and, and commentators, there are so many fewer positions for that. Like, it's harder to get on any show, but yet you just got to grind and work hard. So I don't know where I ever saw myself. I did not know if I ever saw myself anywhere, but I I, I just knew... Put your head down, do the work, find it, keep an ear to the ground, hear what's out there and go for it. And we're finally starting to see the fruits of that labor and really, you know, meeting sticks and having and kind of increasing this other side of things has done nothing but help more. And again, with he and, he and I live in the same town, it just worked out perfectly that we have such a good relationship in, in every aspect, professional, personal, that really, you know, bodes well to us working together and people are starting to recognize it to give us these chances to highlight great talent because that's what we're doing at the end of the day. We're working with with incredible athletes that are trying to make a name for themselves that are going to bring exciting entertainment to people's TV sets. And he and I get a chance to provide that soundtrack. And that's just awesome.
2: Now, Folks, I'm going to, I'm going to just say something here because um, sticks for some reason, you know, he, he's kind of a pretty boy. And he, he loves to show off. He's got a freshly shaved head, and Thanks, I keep buddy. reminding him this is a a audio show. But you know, sticks is he was made for TV, so he, he he has his video on, despite the fact that this is an audio show. So I know you can't see him, but uh, it's pretty ridiculous what's going on with sticks right now.
0: You're uh, welcome. So
2: yeah, <laughs> now sticks. I, I want to go back to something that you said earlier because I thought it was interesting. And I understand what you're talking about, but let's catch everybody up again. You said that, um, especially in the beginning of your time in pro wrestling, people were unsure about you and they were giving you looks and, and you know, what have you. Well, why do you think that is? Why do you think first impression people were kind of looking at you like, I don't know if this guy, if we can use this guy or, or what have you?
0: Well, I mean, we we have talked about this so much. I was born with cerebral palsy, uh, a very mild case, but I walk with canes, which is where the name Sticks came from. Um, not a drummer, just a, a clever thing that uh, came up when I was a radio intern, and my boss could never remember my name, so he used to call me that Sticks kid. And when they started paying me, they you know, they wanted me to keep the nickname, and I said, Yeah, as long as we put a you know put an X in it and spell it cool. It, you know, let's, let's make it a thing. And here we are, geez, 15 years later, and it's it's still here. And I'm making wrestling a thing. And, and it's funny because I would go to shows outside of go wrestle, um, with Matt just to be there and just to, to, uh, to, to try and, and just be a part of the show. And I'd walk in the locker room or walk in and, and, you know, shake hands as you do. And people would kind of look at me like, you know, oh, look at this make-a-wish, you know. But, uh, but then they see me work or they put me in a position to to, to shine a little bit and, and I always over-deliver. And that's my favorite part. After the show is over, the look that I get from the people that thought I couldn't do anything – after I've over delivered. That's my absolute favorite moment. Because for me, yeah, success is cool. I've been successful a lot in my life, which is, which is you know, I'll, I'll take credit for that. But um, that for me is validation. The money, the fame, that's all gravy. But that moment, that small moment of, yeah, I surprised you. And now you know what I'm really worth that's what it's all about for me.
2: You know, fellows, I, I wanted to, and, and there, there's a reason why I asked you that question sticks because I want everybody listening right now to really put this entire package in perspective here. Okay. So we have a guy in the young professor. You've heard him on the show. He's been on three or four times at least uh, before this. This is a guy who has been a college professor a guy who is a trivia manager, host, what have you, a guy who has a wife and, and, and kids. And we're so, talking about a global pandemic. We're talking about all the challenges of distance learning and do they do in-person schooling and how do we keep everyone safe away from this pandemic and how do we keep food on the table, on the roof over our head and all this, all this stuff going on. And this guy is out there hitting the towns, traveling around, doing sporting events, whether he's announcing or he's commentating. It's very easy to give up on your dreams, and it's very easy to give up on the thing that you want to do to do the things that you have to do. And somehow, some way, Matt Grafer, the young professor, has found a way to do it all during this entire time period. And we speak personally offline or what have you, so I know about the journey, and it has not been an easy journey. But yet here this guy is, has the greatest opportunity, the biggest opportunity since he jumped into pro wrestling. And by the way, he hasn't even been in the business that long. So this is just serious consistency and a fire and a determination to accomplish his goals. And I tip my hat to that. Now let's go to the other side here. You have a guy like Sticks who has a very serious, deliberating condition. You know what I mean? Something that if he wanted to just give up, He could, and it would be understandable. And here's a guy who, as he said, he walks into a locker room, he walks into a place, and people give him looks like, well, what the hell are we going to do with this guy? He's walking around with these canes. Sometimes he has to be in a wheelchair, what have you. Like, you know, people are prejudging, not even understanding that this is probably one of the most, if not the most, talented person that they are ever going to encounter. And this is a person who works out. This is a person who drives. This is a person who has found a way to not only continue life as normal as he possibly can make it, but to actually succeed, right? Imagine that this guy is going to be on TV commentating and he has cerebral palsy. Imagine that for a second, folks. And it's, and it's not a gimme. It's not a gift. You don't give somebody your TV time. That's, that's valuable. That's money, <laughs> You don't just give that out to somebody just because you feel bad for them. No, Sticks is hard work and determination and and intelligence to link up with somebody who has the same drive as he has, like the young professor that does. These two guys finding a way to work together and make it work with each other and finding a way to bring each other along. when One has an opportunity, the other one has an opportunity as well. And I've I've witnessed this. It's always like that with these two guys. And it's incredible to see that they continue to succeed in the worst of times. And this is a reason why I'm so proud to have them back on the show, especially together, because I want everybody out there, no matter what's going on in life, stay consistent, keep pushing, keep driving, because Styx and the young professor – are prime examples that you can get it done if you continue to put in the work. So let me get off my soapbox for a second here. I want to go back to you sticks there. Um, just, do you want to add anything to what I said there?
0: I actually do. And first of all, thank you so much for those amazingly kind words. Kayfabe, brother Kayfabe, you got me. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, and here's, here's another thing too, is No matter who you are, no matter what your situation is, somebody somewhere is going to tell you, you suck. And it happened to me two weeks ago in front of a group of people. Somebody lit me up. I won't say who because it's not important, but somebody lit me up and talked about how I don't work hard and I'm never going to make it and all this stuff in front of a large group of people. And here I am two weeks later talking about making my television debut. So... If you focus, if you if you block out the noise, if you if you block out the static, and you get with the right people with the right mindset, aka the young professor and Duke, you can be successful at anything you want. And that's it.
1: Professor, anything to add? I mean you are far too kind. Um, first off. I, I, again echoing sticks sentiment, like thank you for, for the kind words and you're certainly right that in in the midst of this year, it's been a very, it's been a tough year for both sticks and I, because I mean, even outside of what we do in entertainment, as far as wrestling goes, like most of our money and our, our jobs were based in things that require people to be there. And so the two of us were both out, you know, on unemployment, not knowing what to do, not knowing when the next check was going to come And, I've got four kids and a wife. You mentioned that, you know, my, I had started a small business with someone. It failed. It went away. You know, not all of my story is success. I just experienced a remarkable failure this year when we went into it, gosh, my, my grand plans in, in March, I, had, I was just about to start my first season with a minor league baseball team. My, my season with the Sharks was going to come up. I was going to get paid more than I've ever been paid with them before. I, I had all these other shows and opportunities. I had a WrestleMania show where I was going to wear this fancy suit that I was ready to debut. And I, it all disappeared overnight. 84 bookings is the real raw number of shows that I have lost in 2020. Eighty four.
0: That's, that's not even like real work. That's not even his real job. That's no, that
1: and and my real job also disappeared. On top of that, so it was really difficult. It was really challenging. Um, I struggled very heavily with it because there were a couple months where there was literally nothing happening, and I didn't know what to do or what the move was or where I was going to go. Some of it, I I st- took a step back and managed to enjoy a little because because of this pace that you know we've been running these last few years it keeps me out of my house a lot and I don't get to enjoy all the time with my wife or my kids and so I got a lot more time with them than I've had maybe ever you know it, it, and that was there was something nice to that and then once things got rolling again it was just like all right let's let's just put in the work and let's let's find new ways and I, I'm not a big I'm not someone that is super spiritual and all that, but I, I, I'm a strong believer in God and, and God has been good to me and better to me than I have deserved this year because just when things seem like they're about to bottom out, something'll happen and and it changes everything. It's happened twice in the last three months. You know, I, I happened to re I happened to reapply for a teaching certification and just on a whim, and a week before the school year was supposed to start with my wife's job a social studies position came open, a coveted social studies position came open because a guy decided to retire. I immediately emailed the principal. You know, my wife was like, somebody just retired, email him. I emailed him because I did a, I did a free show for him and his staff over the summer. So he got to see me work and he was like, I don't have anything for you, but I'm going to interview you this week. Let's go. And he hired me as a sub and it wasn't great, but unemployment had run out you know, they, they, two weeks ago I went in, I said, dude, I'm, I'm, you know, you're paying me sub money. You're making me work like a real teacher. I can't, I, I like, I'm having a hard time and he made some phone calls and, and made me a long-term sub. And now like, as of like for the last week, I can finally sleep easy. I've worked 16 events this month alone, hustling grinding. I I bought a new car cause my car failed a few weeks after 240,000 miles now I can make my car payments. Now I can do it. I mean, God has been good to me, but God gives you opportunity. You got to work for it. And, and that's what I have done. And I like to surround myself with people that are driven and that work hard. And a guy like Styx, who constantly is battling everything uphill, whether he admits it or talks about it or not, everything we do is harder for him. When we have to change clothes between shows, that's a, you know, that's a pain in the ass for me it's 10 times harder for him because of what he's got to do. And I hope you don't mind me saying that sticks, but like the fact that he does it and doesn't complain and like, you know, we just go and we make it happen. We don't make excuses. We find solutions. And finally, in the midst of a time when there's so little work to go around, like even the opportunities we found, there's not many out there that we're still getting any and not to mention now that they're featured opportunities it's just a blessing, man. And it really is. And I, I'm just very grateful for all of it. And I'm grateful for you, Duke, for just having us here to, to be able to talk about it with people and give others that who may not know about it a chance to see it. And I think that they'll, uh, I think they're going to enjoy what the product is going to be that we put out.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So so first and foremost, and I'm going to go back to you for a second there, Sticks. Let everybody know how they can reach you personally. We'll We'll talk about FEW at the end here, but let's talk about you guys for a second personally. How can they reach out to you, Sticks?
0: So for me, it's uh Sticksman 92 T I X Man 92 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is uh Sticks, the world's most famous plaything, comes right up. Um follow me, like me, you know, pay attention. We're doing a lot of cool things in the very near future. So 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 give me a follow, give me a like. And uh, thanks again, man. This is this is great.
2: And, and folks, you know, Sticks is a very modest guy uh, during the day, but at night he really comes alive. If you follow him, you may see <laughs> some of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life that Sticks hangs out with because he's just that kind of guy. He's a he's a guy that everyone wants to be around. So, you know, just a fair warning.
0: So I got up early for you. Just so I could be here and do this, so, so you're you, welcome. You stop
2: partying with 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 the you know the, the collection of, of beautiful people that you normally <laughs> are around to to talk to us here today. We appreciate their stakes, uh,
1: <laughs> professor. How can anybody reach you on Facebook? That's kind of the big platform for me. Is the young professor uh, on Instagram? It's at mg the young professor. At Twitter, it's at young professor g. I should have thought earlier to sync all those up. But, you know, we got what we got. And then it's The Young Professor on YouTube as well. So lots of different spots to catch me.
2: Now, let everybody know once again about uh, FEW because, you know, we've talked about it. It's very important for everybody to tune in. We have a strong indie wrestling audience listening from all over the world. So please plug away. We'll start with you, Professor. Plug away. How can everybody check out uh, the card
1: going forward? YouTube will probably be the easiest spot. It's going to be Fighting Evolution Wrestling TV on YouTube. Follow Fighting Evolution Wrestling on Facebook. That's going to be where you're going to get all your links and all your stuff to all the great places. If you go on Twitter or Instagram, it's at F-E-W underscore survive. But again, like Sticks mentioned, and we talked about YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon via Power Slam TV, tv to go iTunes. We're going to be on in Detroit, L.A., Lots of different options, but if you want to keep it simple, YouTube or Amazon Prime, look up Fighting Evolution Wrestling. It's not going to be hard to find. The first show airs on Halloween, and we are going to be dressed for the part on Saturday night, 6 o'clock, for Fighting Evolution Wrestling. Now, before I let you guys go, Sticks, you know,
2: you can't come on this show without doing your thing that you do there. So I'm going to give you the last – yeah, you got to clear your throat there. I'm going to give you the last word. Take us out, Sticks.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls coming at you live, large and in charge to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. This has been the Young Professor and Sticks saying, check out FEW Survive on YouTube and Amazon Prime. You know
2: when you have interviews that they can go serious and they can be silly and what have you? That was fun. You know, it's always a good time to talk to Sticks and the young professor. Just fun. And and again. Here on Duke Loves Wrestling, we've been there throughout their journey in pro wrestling and their growth. It's so cool to see them continue to get all these great opportunities. You know, whether we're talking uh, Go Wrestle, uh, whether we're talking Ignite Wrestling, FEW, just the whole nine yards, man. These guys are just, they're on top of the world. And I can't wait to see where else they're going to go. Because you have to imagine two talented, driven partners like Styx and the Young Professor, they can go anywhere, man. They're they're a solid commentary team, and even individually, you know, Sticks is a, is actually a pretty good manager. In addition to being a person who can do you know music production and DJing and things like that, and then the Young Professor, I mean, he's a great ring announcer on top of the commentary. So it's just. Very proud of those guys. So, fellas, keep checking in. We'll keep uh, supporting you and and tracking your progress through the years. No doubt about it. That's right. You know, folks, I I said it earlier. We had two pay-per-views this past weekend. Bound for Glory with Impact Wrestling. And I'll just go over, you know, my favorite takeaways there. First of all, um, Rhino won a battle royal that – allows him to choose who he gets to wrestle against. So so think about the money in the bank in the WWE. He gets a contract to decide who he wants to challenge next, which is pretty cool. And he also won not only his job to stay in impact, but he won a job for uh, the guy formerly known as Heath Slater. Now he's just Heath. So pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. It looked like Heath got injured during that match, so I hope he's okay. That's a whole other story. But uh, shout out to those guys still making it happen out there. Um, We saw Tommy Dreamer wearing a Road Warrior Animal T-shirt, which is a collar and elbow T-shirt. So shout out to uh, Tommy Dreamer for supporting that. You know, all proceeds are going to go to Road Warrior Animals family. So check out collarandelbowbrand.com for more information on that, folks. But that was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see there. I um, was very surprised. Rosemary defeated Deanna Perrazzo to become the Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion. Now, that was supposed to be Smiley Kylie Ray, and she, for whatever reason, never made it to the match. So instead, Rosemary stepped in. Excuse me, I, I keep saying Rosemary, and that's wrong. Uh, I take that back. It's Sue Young. Big mistake there. Jesus, Duke, what's wrong with you? Sue Young actually won, which is pretty wild. It's pretty wild. She wasn't advertised. She wasn't in the match, but she came in and she won. So congratulations, Sue Young. And later in the night, it got even crazier because Rich Swann became Impact Wrestling World Champion. So congratulations to Rich Swan. I believe Rich Swan is the second black man to ever hold that title. Bobby Lashley was the first. So a historic win for Rich Swan as well. And I know some of you are going to say, well, hey, what about uh, Ron Killings? Our truth. No, Ron Killings won the NWA championship when it was NWA TNA. So even though it's you know part of this the same lineage of the same company, it wasn't the same title. So you know. But shout out to uh Rich Swan. Hopefully this is signs of of yet to come here you know he had a lot of promise in the wwe but some mistakes were made and he was ultimately let go and then you have sue young who's his wife you know for both of them to be champion in impact it's pretty cool it's pretty cool so shout out to those two it was a pretty good pay-per-view you know i enjoy impact wrestling and what they're doing i feel like especially with the women's division, what they're doing is just quality stuff, man. Quality stuff. You know, Jordan Grace was part of a mixed match, which was just amazing. Really cool to see. Uh, not only her, Havoc was in there too. Havoc was doing her thing. Nevaeh was out there on the floor. Um, who else was in there? Kira Hogan came out, which is pretty wild. <laughs> It was a a crazy match, man. It was a crazy match. Crazy match. There was also a cinematic-style match between Moose and EC3, which was pretty good. I enjoyed watching that. I I mean, there was a little blood in there, which I didn't understand, but outside of that, I enjoyed that match. So overall, you know, Impact Wrestling doing their thing. The the engine that will, not just the little engine that could, but the, the engine that will. Wouldn't necessarily call them little. And keep in mind on that access TV, I mean, Anthem Sports owns that television station. So, you know, Impact is here to stay, baby. I mean, on TV for as long as Anthem Sports has access. And I don't think they want to get rid of that. That's a valuable commodity there to have your own TV channel. And it has penetration, you know, all over America. And it also, you know, impact is shown online. So good stuff. Good stuff. Now, the WWE had Hell in a Cell, which was a really, really strong pay-per-view, although I didn't really like the ending too much. You know, the, the, the final match was Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. And Randy Orton won, but it was just like, what? I, I didn't get it. It was uneventful, and that wasn't the match that should have been the, the match to end the night. That shouldn't have been the main event in my book. I mean, goodness gracious, you had Roman Reigns and Jey Uso in a hell in the cell, and they beat the hell out of each other. There were straps, and there was emotion. Jimmy came out. There was a whole lot going on in this match, whole lot going on. Huge ref bump, the whole nine yards, man. It was probably the best hell in the cell match that I've ever seen that never left the cell. Just just fascinating, fascinating match. Great drama. Roman just doing he's doing his best work right now. And, and you guys know Roman Reigns is my arch nemesis, so to give him props is difficult. But listen, man, the guy's firing on all cylinders. That entire storyline is just perfect. That, that match was a perfect match. I cannot say a bad thing about it. I didn't want anything more. Didn't want anything less. It was perfect. And I don't say that about too many matches. So, you know, I was probably the match of the night. Uh, you can make an argument that Sasha Banks versus Bailey was number one or number two. That could have been the match of the night as well. And it should have, in my opinion, that should have been the main event. This is, a, this is a feud that's, Jesus, almost 10 years in the making. I mean, you had Roman and Jay. That's a, that's a lifelong feud. They're, they're cousins, right? Got Sasha and, and, and Bailey. By the way, shout out to Sasha Banks, who's the new SmackDown Women's Champion, which is pretty awesome. I think I, I saw a statistic that Sasha Banks had not won a pay-per-view match by pinfall or submission in three years. <laughs> what the hell? But she won that match, boy. She sure did, and and just as I thought, those women beat the hell out of each other, and they left it all out there. They put everything in that match. They did it all. It was just oof, such a good match, such a good match. I mean, the Roman and in 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 Jey Uso match. You could argue that that was a match of the night because it just the drama and the storytelling, everything was perfect. But you know, Sasha and, and Bailey, even the imperfections were perfect. It all made sense. So if somebody said, "No, I, th- I felt that was a match of the night." I, I would, I would tip my hat to that and say, "Yeah, I'll give you that," because they worked their ass off. Oh my god, there was no play time in that match, man. They, they just—you got to watch that match. I think I think Bailey absolutely is, is this is her best work. <laughs> There's no two ways about that. I mean, other than her feud with Sasha in NXT, this is her best work. Bailey's this past year for Bailey has just been tremendous, and Sasha's back. Sasha Banks, you see, she got a little little bop in her step. You know, she's she's back. The Sasha Banks that we know and love, that we always wanted, she's back. And I think we're only a couple days away. From the next chapter of the Mandalorian, right? That Star Wars franchise, and Sasha Banks is part of that. So she's in for some great times, man. She's she's a big time star. People know it. People are acknowledging that, and it's it's good to see. So you know, also the, the Miz defeated Otis for the Money in the Bank briefcase. So now the Miz gets to challenge whomever he wants for that briefcase. Tucker turned on Otis, which was pretty exciting. Otis should have never had that briefcase in the first place. And that's no disrespect to Otis. Otis was set up to fail as far as I'm concerned. This guy, he doesn't deserve a title shot anytime soon. Give me a break. And now that you have the Miz, a heater, he can bring some excitement to the lead-up to challenging for the championship. And Now, is he going to cash in on Orton? who's now the, the uh, champion over there on Raw, or is he going to cash in on Roman over on SmackDown? I don't know, but pretty good stuff. I, I enjoyed Hell in a Cell. I, I, again, I just didn't like the ending because it was uneventful. You could have had The Miz cash in, which would have been fun. Whether he won or lost, that would have been fun. But you, just, you ended with Orton defeating McIntyre, and it was like, okay, whatever. And those guys worked so hard not to hurt each other, which was just a joke. I'm not, saying, I, I'm not advocating for anybody to go out of their way to hurt themselves, but these guys played a little too safe for my taste, especially when you saw what Sasha and Bailey brought, when you saw what Roman and, and Jimmy, and, excuse me, Jay Uso brought. I don't know what the hell Drew and, and Randy were doing. Just <laughs> it embarrassing. So, But overall, a very good pay-per-view. WWE held in the Cell. Good stuff. Good stuff. And speaking of which, you know, there was a, it was a Halloween Havoc. <laughs> we were blessed with a Halloween Havoc on Wednesday. NXT. And there was Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. Now, the whole night was, was hosted by Shotzi Blackheart. Let me just say something about Shotzi Blackheart. Because you guys know I'm not a, a, a big Sa- Sa- Shotzi Blackheart fan. I can't even say her name right. Um, but I'm very impressed with the way that she hosted Halloween Havoc. She's got a lot of personality. I I saw something during Halloween Havoc that just blew me away. She's got a lot of personality. She seems to be in touch with her character, even though it's kind of a, I guess she's just this alternative howl at the moon kind of crazy lady. Fine. But she reminded me of Elvira. Remember the Elvira stuff? She would host these events, especially during Halloween host scary movies and stuff on TV, do a little talk show type of deal. I loved Elvira. Shotzi reminded me of an updated version of Elvira, and I thought that was really, really cool. Now, mind you, I'm not a fan of Shotzi's work in the ring. I'm going to say that. I think she takes too many high risks. I think that a lot of her movements are unnecessary and that she's going to hurt herself and others, and that terrifies me every time I see her do anything in the ring. But I'll tell you right now, man, she should be hosting stuff. That woman right there, <laughs> she's got the chops. She's very good. So shout out to Shotzi. But yeah, this Halloween Havoc was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I mean, we even had like things that look like the Walking Dead <laughs> uh, at one point during the Dexter Loomis match, which was pretty crazy against Cameron Grimes. And, and that, that was just, it was wild. It was wild, man. You guys got to watch it. And th- the main event was Iro Shirai beating the hell out of Candice LeRae. And there was a crazy ladder bump at the end. It was just crazy. That was a solid match. And, of course, it should have been the main event. And I was happy that it was. And we also had um, Victoria Gonzalez. She beat the hell out of Rhea Ripley. You know, I think Rhea Ripley, she, she won the match, but it was a- another just two people who can afford to beat the hell out of each other, and those women did it. So just great stuff, great stuff. There wasn't much counter-programming on AEW's part. They had one women's match, which was actually very, very good. So let me just get that out of the way. It was a very good match, but it was Serena Deeb who is newly signed to AEW with a contract, right? She's newly signed. and. Serena, she took her on, um, what was the young lady's last name was Hirsch. And it was just, it was a solid, solid match. Really solid match. Serena Deeb just beat Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's Championship. So she was in that match defending the NWA Women's Championship. This is on AEW Dynamite. And there was not another women's match that night. What is going on? I don't, I don't know what AEW is doing. <laughs> it's, it's at a point now where they're featuring other women on their television than they are their own women. And I understand Serena just got signed, but still, she was representing the NWA. What, what are you doing? Crazy. Which brings me to my next point, and I'm going to wrap this up on this. I am so disappointed in you so-called wrestling media folks. And the latest thing that disappoints me is, is this crap about Thunder Rosa. Now, anyone listening to the show, you know that Thunder Rosa is a friend of the show. She's been on a bunch of times. We've had her husband, Brian, on the show. Many of the ladies from Mission Pro Wrestling have come on the show, and they'll continue to do so. You know, Thunder Rosa, is, she's, she's our homegirl, man. We, we support Thunder, and she has a home here on Duke Loves Wrestling. There was a rumor that because Thunder Rosa dropped the NWA Championship to Serena Deeb, and this rumor was started by Dave Meltzer, by the way. That you know that she's she's about to sign with either AEW AEW or WWE. I'm hearing it's likely going to be WWE. This is this is Dave Meltzer now, and I I heard about her dropping the NWA title two weeks ago because she's she's about to sign with WWE. This is this is Dave Meltzer. I heard. You didn't hear anything. Who did you hear that from? Huh, Dave? The guy that sells you protein shakes, muscles, Meltzer, huh? Well, One of those guys you like to give a kiss on the forehead, one of the young bucks there, you know, those are your boys. Dave, who, who did you hear that from, Dave? What the hell is going on? Thunder Rosa is signed to the National Wrestling Alliance. She is under contract with the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA. That has not changed. And if there was interest in letting her out of that contract, if she even wanted to be out of it, if there was interest or even a possibility of that happening, wouldn't it have happened by now, folks? Right? I don't think that she's leaving that contract anytime soon for one reason or another. So this whole foolishness about she's about to sign with the WWE, and I heard, and I heard, listen, For all you so-called wrestling media, why are you taking Dave Meltzer fantasy booking stuff and spinning it into this is what's happening and so we should just discuss this? It's foolish. And Dave Meltzer didn't even have the decency to talk to Thunder Rosa or Billy Corgan, the owner of the NWA, about this. Okay? And we know this for a fact because Billy Corgan went so far as to actually talk about it. He posted on his, on his Instagram. Somebody asked, is Thunder Rosa leaving us? Say it ain't so. And William Patrick Corgan responded, no. You have to love press and media reports that don't contact the company she's under contract to, but instead listen to someone who has my email address, Dave Meltzer, but doesn't write and ask. She's under contract through 2021. And there's a reason for that. Parentheses. It's called Excellence in Faith, end parentheses, at NWA. What's up with the rumors, man? It reminds me of that, that Lindsay Lohan uh, song. I'm sick of these rumors, baby. Remember that song? I remember that song. You probably don't remember that song. I remember that song. What's up with these rumors? Thunder Rose is under contract. <laughs> and, this, and, and listen, I know, I know Dave because Dave likes to play his games. And, and, and it's funny because when you hear people like Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff, or even Jim Cornette, or Vince Russo, friend of the show, when you hear them talk about Meltzer and, and how he takes a, a, a tiny kernel of something that's true and spins a whole fantasy and then is so deceptive in, in his delivery of it all that he'll have these wrestling media, quote-unquote, people who don't know how to do their damn job, they don't know how to pursue a lead and, and follow up and, and, and do the research. They just repost what he says and, and build stories off of that. He creates a whole controversy out of nothing. So here's the kernel of truth that Dave used and how he spun this here, right? Thunder Rosa was on this show, folks. You remember right before Mission Pro Wrestling launched, relaunched for their, their card, uh, Hell Half No Fury. She was on the show with, with her husband, Brian. And Brian announced, right, broke the news that he was stepping down from Mission Pro and it was just going to be all women's operated. Thunder Rosa talked about being under contract with the, excuse me, uh, negotiating with the WWE. And she talked about the fact that they made her an offer and she felt that it was less than what she deserved creatively and in other ways, so she rescinded. She said, no thanks, right? And then obviously the, the pandemic hit and that kind of got in the way of things too, but she said, no thanks. And not long after that, NWA came calling and she, she did the deal with them. And then she did the MMA deal with Combate Americas, right? Those are the facts. Of course, the WWE is interested in Thunder Rosa. She's, she's literally outside of the WWE. She's the most exciting and dare I say, important wrestling star in the world. Everybody's interested in Thunder Rosa. Have you ever seen her wrestle? <laughs> have you ever listened to one of her interviews? You have if you listen to this show. Have you ever seen her? Who isn't interested in Thunder Rosa? Everybody wants to be friends with Thunder Rosa. Everybody wants to watch Thunder Rosa wrestle. If i would never seen anybody else wrestle again other than Manami Toyota and Ric Flair, it's got to be Thunder Rosa, man. I want to see those three. We could throw Daniel Bryan in there for a four. Everybody else, I'd see you later. Take a We love Thunder Rosa. So, of course, the WWE's interested. But they can't do anything because they offered something that she didn't. She wasn't interested in at the time. She, she took a pass. So, that was the kernel of truth that there's interest in by WWE. And, of course, the is interested in Thunder Rosa. Every time she appears on their TV their ratings go up. Who wouldn't be interested in that? But she's under contract with the NWA. <laughs> so the AEW can't do anything about that. Now, they've used her a few times, but so what? They use people from Japan and Mexico who were signed to other companies. We know that. The company started that way, AEW. And she's not even the first NWA talent to appear on AEW TV. The Rock and Roll Express did that. This isn't new. <laughs> But you got Dave Meltzer taking a kernel of truth and spinning a whole fantasy booking situation, and you Hammond you humanoids out there, quote-unquote media, you take it and you spin and and you speculate and you got people all whipped up into a frenzy over what? Because she lost the NWA championship? Well, so what? She lost it to Serena Deeb, somebody who she's had great matches with. And they're probably going to have another match, and it's going to be amazing. So now what? I'm telling you, folks, you gotta you gotta demand more from from people who are delivering you quote unquote news. Because to just blatantly make up stuff and then run with it. Now the, the good part is hey, Thunder Rosa was trending. She's the most talked about wrestler in the world right now. That's fantastic. She should always be because she's that damn great. Right? But it's unfortunate when you're trying to make it seem like she's possibly negotiating or she's going to go here. Well, how can she go anywhere when she's under contract through 2021? She can't go anywhere unless the NWA lets her out of the contract. Unless the NWA... Uh, allows a company to buy her out, which then again, she'd be out of the contract. And clearly they're not interested in that. Why would you take your most important commodity that you have under contract and let that go? You don't let that go. And it's not like it, this is the NFL or, or, or something where you can trade. There's no trade, <laughs> you know? I don't think Billy Corgan is necessarily looking for money. You can continue to market Thunder Rosa. So, you know, it's just it, it it it's disgusting because at the end of the day, this is people's real lives. And here's what you gotta understand, and this is what really frustrates me, folks. It is illegal to tamper with somebody's contract. She's under contract to a company, so no one can try to negotiate a new deal with her. She's under contract, can't do that. Get sued out of your mind for that. And who the hell wants to take that risk? Now we know the WWE's philosophy. I don't have to buy you out. I don't have to do anything. I'll just wait until your contract is up, and then we'll get you. We'll throw a bunch of money at you at that point if we want you, and we'll get you. And they've proven that, they, that that's the way they do things. So I understand their stance. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if Tony Khan is taking a page out of that book. I think there's going to be a bidding war when Thunder Rose's contract is eventually up. And I think everybody's coming with the, with the Brinks truck full of money. She's so going to cash out, Jack. Rightfully so. She's that damn good. And that's only if she wants to continue to wrestle. She may decide, ah, I'm done with this. Who knows? But here's what we do know Thunderosa is the owner, operator, and a performer for Mission Pro Wrestling. That's her promotion. So you can head over to missionprowrestling.com and you can check out what they have to offer, right? If you want to support, if you if you want to call yourself a fan, then that's the way to do it. You know, go check out Mission Pro Wrestling. On the sixth of November, they have the tournament out of Hell, right? At Pinball's Kingdom, that's down there in Texas, and it's going to be streaming live on on the uh, Title Match Wrestling Network once again, right? Now their website. Excuse me, it's missionprowrestling.net, not .com, .net. So here's here's a scoop for you, all you rumor mill people. Thunder Rosa and Ray Lynn are going to beat the hell out of each other because they got a match against each other at Tournament Out of Hell for Mission Pro Wrestling, November 6th, 7 p.m. bell time. Oh, excuse me, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time bell time, okay? There's a scoop for you. Ray Lynn and Thunder Rose are going to beat the hell out of each other on November 6th at the tournament of hell. Those are facts. Everything else you hear, throw it away. And Dave Meltzer, brother, I'll tell you right now, I have respect for you as a wrestling historian. I have no respect for you as a member of the media. I think you are just, you are a disservice to pro wrestling. That's what you are. You are a disservice to pro wrestling. You make up stuff. You're, you're toying with people's lives it is unacceptable, Dave Meltzer. And for all of you wrestling media out there that takes whatever he says and shares it everywhere, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know what I did? I reached out. You know what I was told? Thunder Rose is under NWA contract. Think about that. I just went to the source. While people like Dave Meltzer are, are speculating, and, oh, I heard this, and, oh, you know, I heard that, like he's this big-time insider. Dave. It's not hard to, to, to email Billy Corgan or, you know, shoot a message to Thunder Rosa in her camp. It's not hard to do that, Dave. They'll answer you. Sure, they will. You don't need to make up stuff, Dave. And for all of you, quote unquote, wrestling media out there, why are you making up stuff? Thunder Rosa is, is so accessible. She, makes, she, she spends a lot of time doing media. She's so accessible because she wants her fans to hear from her. You don't got to make up stuff. What are you doing? I've had moments where I've literally said, hey, Thunder, can you come on the show? And she'll, she'll adjust her schedule just to pop on for a little bit. That's who she is, man. We don't need to make up stuff about her. Go to the source. Ask. She'll tell you like she's been telling everybody. I'm under contract with the National Wrestling Alliance. But I have Mission Pro Wrestling. That's my promotion. That's what she'll tell you. So that's it. There's no, there's no story beyond that. That's the story. And if you're going to be a fantasy booker, then make sure you lead with that. Hey, I would love to see Thunder Rosa take on Sasha Banks and Iroh Shirai and, and Charlotte Flair and Bailey and, and and you know Bianca Belair and and, they, and, and uh, Natty. You no, know, lead with that. Say you're trying to do fantasy booking. I want to see Thunder Rosa and Oscar tear the house down at WrestleMania. <laughs> But don't sit here and say, well, you know, I heard, I heard that, you know, she's, she's going to sign with the WWE and, you know, AEW has interest too. and That's why she lost the belt, you know. That's what I heard. You know, I heard that she was going to lose the belt two weeks ago. Here's a question for, for, for Dave Meltzer and for all you knuckleheads that pay attention to what he has to say. If, if, if Dave Meltzer heard two weeks ago that Thunder Rosa was going to lose the NWA Women's Championship, why didn't he report on that? Doesn't that seem like the kind of scoop you'd want to report on? Huh? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, folks. What, what do I know? I would always assume somebody who's so, so in the know and such an insider that, you know, they would drop a scoop like that, but maybe not. Maybe Dave wants to hold on to it until it, it happens, and then he wants to claim he knew all along. Because then you'll think he's so, he's so wise and he's so connected and he's so in the know. Brother, this is not 1988. You are a shell of who you used to be. And I'll tell you that to your face. I want to thank my guest this week, Sticks and the young professor. I want to thank you for listening. Please, as always, head over to Facebook, head over to Twitter, type in Duke Loves Wrestling. Say what's up. Let me know what you think. Keep this train going, baby. Okay. Until next week, be kind to yourselves, be kind to others. Oh, before I go, I got to say this. I have to. I got to say it. If you intend on voting and you're going to be going to the polls on election day, which is Tuesday, so you won't hear from me again until Thursday on this show, but if you're going to be standing in line, please do me a favor. Please wear your masks, wear gloves. Just be careful. Please be careful out there. That's right. Okay. Take it away, Tony Schiavone.
1: One, two, three. Mr. Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately
2: out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.